It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. I reckon it's about time to have one of our McCafe coffee catch-ups. It is, mate, and what better man to welcome in as well. He has been a part of not just uh, the All Blacks, but many of our top sporting teams for the last... Well, the best part of three decades, really. He's built a reputation all around the world as a leading mental skills coach. He is an absolute champion bloke. He's not only a great uh, team um, help when it comes to mental skills, but also individually as well. And he resides in Christchurch. He used to be my neighbour, actually, across the road. And we welcome to the show is Gilbert Anoka. Good morning, Bert. Good morning, Bez. Street's never been the same since you left, mate. <laughs> I bet you it's quieting down a little bit anyway. <laughs> oh, crikey. Um, hey, mate, um, thanks very much for joining us. I'm really excited about talking to you because there's a couple of things I wouldn't mind getting into later on. We don't really want to talk All Blacks, to be honest, because, you know, we've, we've, we kind of know that you've left them in good order and they're ready to go. What I want to know is you're a sportaholic, the Olympics. What's impressed you so far with some of our athletes? Well, you know, the what a stage the Olympic Games is, isn't it? It's uh, it's a theatre of dreams. Um, human beings gravitate to triumph and tragedy. It's just part of human nature, and the Olympic Games gives us a feast of both. Um, I've got pulled into things like the road race. I, I just love the psychology around the strategy and that. Um, I love just getting inside. Even though there's no crowds, you can feel the moments that athletes are experiencing and you're, um, you're almost with them at, at, at various stages. You're trying to uh, really root for the, the Kiwi teams to bring them homes, but it's just the overall excellence that this particular stage provides that really impresses me. Mate, we've, um, <clears throat> Simone Bowles has been quite a hot topic for us this week and we had Flemo, Steve Fleming, on the show yesterday and we had him talking about um, cohesion and, and leadership and, and sport and also dealing with some of the challenges in this COVID world of, of trying to operate at the highest level um, without perhaps the same releases um, that there was previously. Have you found that you've, you've, had, to, um, you've had to help a lot more guys out or, or try and provide some solutions for some of those guys 
because of those the, because of the COVID world and the challenges that we face? Yeah, I think the uh, what COVID's done is it's actually um, neutralised some of the usual and normal support systems that athletes have around them. So quite often when people travel, you know, they've got family with them, and that gives them opportunities to decompress and just get away from the consistent compression that normally comes with environments like that. Um, and so that's sort of an, a hidden assassin, really. And um, when you get into your little bubble and you're there for not weeks but months, um, it takes its toll. Um, and so we're having to be creative about how we can nourish those connections that give people opportunities to decaress, but also just to, to feel the love and connection that comes from those that are closest to them. So, yes, we've had to be really creative, and it has created a stress. I don't think that has been evident in, in a pre-COVID world. Hey, Gilbert, it's Louis here just sitting in for Izzy this week as he's away celebrating uh, the life of his beautiful mum. So I'm sure he would have loved to catch up with you. we have to get you back another time. There's a text here that's come through on the, the isolation situation. He says, to succeed in a bubble and bubble life, how important is it to be comfortable with your own self? That's from Ando. What do you, what do you think to that? You know, I think, you know, it's a great question and, you know, being comfortable with yourself is, is something that is, is a challenge for many. Um, I think when you, you do sort of look at that and that particular entity and you face it head on, it can, it can really assist. I, I kind of, it, it sort of takes me down the path of belonging and it's sort of, how do we encourage people to strengthen that sense of belonging? Because when you feel you belong and you feel safe in yourself and, you're in bubbles and, and environments with other people, They, it's a good thing to be. But sense of belonging is a good thing, but it's not sustainable as it, it's usually a side effect of the interactions and actions that you have with others around you. So even inside the bubble with a strong sense of self, how you engage with others on a deeper level normally contributes to um, assisting the way you feel and the way you can experience whatever circumstances you're in mm. yeah it makes sense and it is a it's a kind of a troubling well it's not troubling but it is a it's really hard to think about unless you're kind of in that spot and i wonder if simone biles she probably never knew how she was going to feel right up until she did this is probably a better question for me to ask than baz because as a member of the sporting public i quite often wonder whether we we just can't grasp and respect the pressures that these athletes go under do you ever consider that you know, I, I think um, a very a chasm that the athletes generally cross is when they understand that pressure can be your friend or your foe. Um, in, the, in the earlier years, we had an understanding that people sometimes tried to avoid pressure. But the, the great athletes and those that um, do go on to achieve great things, and, and, and um, you know, Baz is one of those men that have done wonderful things on the world stage, understand that um, unless you experience pressure and unless you face pressure, unless you lean into it, then basically you're not going to achieve the things you want. But that, not, what I have learned is no one's immune to it. Um, I've seen people that you think can deal with pressure often don't. Uh, people that you think can't often do. So there's some skill sets that you can um, encourage people to work with inside that bubble. But um, one thing's for sure that um, it is a constant companion and you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable 
um, as you work through the environments that take you into into places where you can achieve greatness. Now, the the Simone by the, her, her predicament. The wonderful thing about that is the honesty and openness of being able to express. Um, you know, in that moment, um, it is difficult for me to cope because the mental toughness per se. Um, no one possesses it or owns it. All you can do is exhibit it. It's fluid. It comes and goes based on the environment and the occurrences that you experience. So um, you've just got to keep exposing you to things that can help you manage your way through those particular moments and circumstances. Yeah, I find that fascinating as well. I think as a former athlete, there's a couple of points there that I'm sort of picking up as well. And I think there's, there's periods where you can masquerade, you can sort of get through those 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 times when you need to. It, I guess my biggest concern, and I've been quite vocal about it, is the impact of this COVID world, this bubble life moving forward. People can maybe get through this, the here and the now, but is there a potential that there could be long-term sustainable issues developed because of this world we're currently in? And, and how do you mitigate against that while you're while you're inside it, Bert. Yeah, it's an interesting question. It's sort of it's the old it's it's nature, isn't it? It's adapt or die, really. Um, you know, we've we've learned that this environment is very very different. Um, you know, what what hasn't changed is what you've got to do inside those particular moments. But what has changed are other support systems in and around it, and I think. You know, I, um, the, the three things that I think that exist in any environment, whether it's pre-COVID, um, post-COVID, that really enable athletes to flourish, I think first they have to have a, a leader worth following. So no matter whether, where you are inside a bubble, outside it, you need you know, a leader worth following. People will follow your soul before your goal. And if you've got someone like that that's inside your bubble, whether it's pre-COVID or not, then you've got someone taking you somewhere. Um, everybody needs to understand that what they're doing is of value, so work worth doing. So every single person inside your bubble, no matter what their role, if they know that their bit counts, then it increases their ability to get meaning out of what they're doing and their connections are stronger. And then if you have a culture worth contributing to, so... Um, you don't only just feel like you belong, but you believe in it, then you'll want to give to it, not take from it. And I think it's a combination of those three things, whether you're in a COVID bubble or outside it, that sustain and maintain cultures which enable athletes either individually or as a team to, to go on and instruct their stuff. Joined on SCNZ and Baz and Izzy for breakfast by Gilda and Oka, best part of... Two and a half to three decades building the culture of not just the All Blacks, but many of our sporting teams. Um, but what about you, mate? What um, what have you been up to outside of just obviously work? What are, what are you doing on a on a day to day life to to keep yourself nice and balanced? Yeah, well, I you know I've I've learnt that um, there's a there's a nice balance that you've got to have. So I like to I like to be creative. I like to learn. So I sort of keep an inquisitive. Um, piece of myself going. Um, I, I kind of have understood as as I've gone through time that you've got to have time where you actually look after yourself. So I get a massage every week. I, I into Bikram yoga, which is which I really really enjoy. Times where I can distill my mind. So 
have a nice balance between staying connected to family, um, connecting with friends, and being nourished by the demands of of um, high performance sport. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's. I'm pleased you're still punting, bird. Actually, <laughs> the Bikram yoga, you actually do you do that at home too, don't you? You got a studio set up at home where you crank it right up to like mid thirty degrees or something, and just lose yourself in there for a little while. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because what COVID taught us that is that if you haven't got anything available, if you're creative, you can you can make things. So when COVID hit, and I'm a believer, while mindset is important and that your skill sets don't matter if your mindset is wrong, I still think structure is king and that's how you set up structure in your environment. So I just sort of put A3 sheets of paper over the windows, brought another heater, cranked the room up to... <laughs> 36 degrees, so my instructor gave me a couple of um, her sessions on tape, so during lockdown I could I could just do yoga every day. My wife is doing Zumba in another room. Um, there, was, there was no sport on, so I series-linked the chase, because so, I loved the chase, So and I'd just book two 30-minute appointments during the day where I'd just leave my office, go and watch that, have a few laughs with Bradley, and then come back and work, so I could set up my own structure, which could nourish my own well-being in a way that can enable me to still be effective in my role and in my relationships. Oh, that's fantastic, Gilbert. And it's good to know that Zumba, the behemoth, is still kicking alive and well out there. I haven't heard, heard, heard the Z word in a, a few years. Just to jump back, um, this is kind of close to my heart, Baz, because this, this week Baz has been talking about the bubbles a lot and what it can be doing. And it occurred to me that I've got a younger sister who's playing um, Division One football for Arizona State University in the States, and she's growing up. And you know, D one sport, we kind of look at it. I I tend to look at it as professional. Really, it's there's a lot of pressure. It's at a very high intensity level. She's growing up on a campus where she can't really ha- hang out with friends. She has been in a bubble, never really played in front of a stadium full of people because of this COVID times. Have you considered, and do you have any thoughts about this generation of athletes and how actually inverse it might affect them moving forward if we do kind of come out and normality resumes? Yeah, like. You know, they, I get reminded often of the generation differences and I'm kind of mindful and, and have little checks to, to see that the messages are sort of connecting with them. Um, you know, I don't think, you know, a lot of things whilst they, like even being inside the all-black environment, it's interesting while the whole sort of landscape shifts around, you know, what drives people and what they do in their downtime. They play the, the games, they, you know, social media is huge and, what hasn't changed is, is is when they get given their first jersey or when they get named as an all-black when they come into the environment. The reaction's the same as it was 21 years ago when I first started. And so at the core um, of this particular entity that we call excellence and high-performance sport, I don't think that's changed a lot. Um, we We want our athletes to have commitment. So, you know, they have a strong sense of drive. And I think, yeah, a sister, etc. They'll all have that. And often, the de- the defining quality is around conviction. It's the it's the trust. So that when you get in a particular moment and you've got to exhibit something, it's sort of the, your ability to have the conviction and have the trust to do that. And I, the great athletes, um, you know, don't need a crowd to access that ability. Um, you know, when Baz was in in flying form, when he was with the bat and 
and, and creating tremendous optics for all of us. He was in the moment, and quite often, I, I, I'm not speaking for him, but I'd assume that um, you know the crowd and that sort of thing are there, but his little bubble was just in the moment. Mm. He had precision yep. from a single-minded decision that he made, which came from the decisions come from good clarity. So I guess it's a long-winded way of saying the great ones, I think, will still understand that you know what determines their success is what they do in that moment and the external things in and around the environment um, will be there um, in different forms and they can influence if they allow them to do so, otherwise they get on with the business. We'd love to be able to talk to you all day, Gilbert. We know you're a very, very busy man. You know, point there about what you do in the moment and your catch cry that is, be where your feet are, is something which stuck with me all the way through my career and just a massive thank you on behalf of all the, all those who have been involved in um, New Zealand sport across all the teams, not just the All Blacks, but your impact's been immense across sporting organisations and also not just the organisations, but us as sports people and that is something which um, which you can be incredibly proud of. So thank you for everything you've done, mate. Thanks for joining us today on Baz and Izzy for breakfast as well and all the best with the All Blacks in the next little while. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you both and uh, thank you for that. No worries at all. Man, thanks, Bertie. Absolute legend, Baz, and I just soak all of that, and I'm going to go and listen to that again later there. Oh, that's it. That is a very, very special edition of our McCafe Coffee Catch-Ups. Try the delicious new McCafe Coffee blend today. That is a, a very, very wise man, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. He's he's one out of uh, the top draw. We had, obviously, Stephen Fleming yesterday and Gilbert and Oka today, two very good friends. To, they share very similar um, beliefs on life and, and on organisations, leadership and culture as well. And Yeah, what we should have done, though, is we should have allowed Gilbert to not go away empty-handed and we could have tipped him into Year Boy at $3.60. <laughs> that would have been the, the right thing to do. But that was Gilbert and Oka. What a legend. Somebody, you can flick him a message now. Let, let's, let's head off. We're going to be back on the other side. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.